the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's time for Blue Darter Sports Central with your host, Roger Franklin Williams. Stay tuned for the latest updates on Blue Darter Sports, along with interviews with student-athletes, coaches, and more. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome to Blue Daughter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. It's great to be with you. It's a great day throughout Central Florida, and it's a great Friday to be in a popular Blue Daughter. Coming to you live from Porky's Original Barbecue right in the heart of downtown Apopka, Highway 441, 256 East Main Street. And it's a great day at Porky's as well. And we, once again, invite you to come up and have lunch with us after the show. Kind of a... An eclectic show today. It's summertime. There's a lot of still activity going on sports-wise, of course, in Apopka, as there is 365. One of the top stories is Little League All-Star Playoffs. We're pleased to be joined by John Perry on the show today. Of course, Joe Joe Ferraro is here with us on location at Porky's as well. And John, why don't we start by talking about Little League? I'm looking at the Apopka Chief, and it's filled with great stories about Apopka Little League at, uh, dancing through the All-Star Playoffs. Yeah, that's that's the the main thing going on around sports-wise uh, in Apopka this time of the year, uh, every year. And so we've got lots of coverage on that, pictures and uh, stories. And despite all the rain that we've had, which has it's caused some postponement of games and Games are suspended to another day, you know, to be finished another day, that type of thing. There's just obviously everybody knows uh, about about the rain we've been having, although yesterday was was uh, clear, at least around here, in terms of rain, and today's looking very, very nice weather-wise in terms of uh, rain. So, uh, yeah, Little League is, is the thing now. Um, the football teams, or Popka football team, is, is working out summer conditioning drills. And, uh, you know, weight rooms and then uh, aerobic stuff, for lack of a better term, you know, the stadium steps and, and the sprints and that type of thing. But uh, And they do have a, a seven-on-seven passing league uh, where, where uh, that they're participating in each Wednesday morning, actually. Uh, just started that this week, as far as Popka is concerned, anyway. Um, it's up at Hickory Point in Tavares area, Estatula Tavares out that way. And uh, but uh, overall, it's it's yeah, it's kind of a slow time. But you know, if you're one of these little league players, man, it's you know, you're a ten year old kid. It's your whole world. It really don't is. Be, don't and be I, no bigger than that. Uh, absolutely, and I, I can imagine and for the coaches and parents to a certain extent. Uh, oh, well. oh, absolutely. Uh, you know, and I can imagine that some of the terrain where they've gotten games postponed. Kids, you know, they they get all hyped for it, and, and then all of a sudden, well, we can't play tonight. I mean, they understand why, but that's still got to be tough on them. And uh, you know, they'll they'll get their baseball in, though. Uh, you know, it's they've got some games scheduled for this weekend as well. So uh, it's all the All Star stuff is the All Star play, the district tournaments, uh, District Twenty Three All Star tournaments are out at uh, Apopka's Northwest Recreation Complex. So if somebody's uh, you got some time in the evening or on a, on a weekend and 
you, you'd like to. There's likely to be baseball, youth baseball going on out there uh, uh, that, you know, just pull up a chair and watch some of these Popka kids play. And, of course, uh, Popka basketball coach Scott Williams is having his summer camps as well. Right, yeah. They've, they've, uh, they've had one a couple weeks ago, one-week one, one week camp. Next week they have their second. And the last I spoke to him, he had some openings for that that week next week. And it's at a Popka high school. Um and it's the price is right around. I think it's uh, 110 is the walk-up price. But for a week of of, uh, of practice, I, I think they start at nine o'clock. Yeah, nine o'clock in the morning, nine to two every day, uh, Monday through Thursday next week. So, uh, you know, they it's it's a good situation where they you know it's not just wild and woolly play. They're they're taught some things, taught some. Uh, uh, fundamentals of basketball, and they do get some act and some some game action, so to speak. Uh, but but they also a lot of it is is also the fundamentals, learning how to dribble, uh, learning how to, the proper shooting techniques, uh, layups, free throws, those type of things. Uh, and, and you know they they make it fun, yet it's it's a learning experience. And uh, you know they've been doing the the basketball camp at, at uh, Apopka and Wakiva High Schools, and a lot of high schools have them. But uh, but you know for the for the youth, and it becomes a fundraising idea for the teams. But it also uh, allows the kids to have some good summertime fun, and it's it's well supervised and, and that type of thing. So. Um, there's not any concern along that line, but uh, to, to allow your kid to go up there for for five hours every day, uh, you know, it's it's a it's a pretty good pretty good gig, and and they get to learn a little bit of basketball as well. No, it's one of the fundamental steps Coach Williams is, is initiating to help build the program for the future. And you know, you know, you and I remember back when Coach Joe Sterling did the same thing back in the day, and it certainly bore a lot of fruit for him. <laughs> yeah, it did. Uh, I'm not. I'm not. Most of us uh, fall by the wayside. Before, it didn't include you and I. But, but before we get to that, <laughs> even the high school level. But uh, uh, you know, certainly on those talented teams back then. But uh, you know, it's it is the more success that the high school team has as well, the more popular, for lack of a better term, uh, the the basketball camps will be. And, and you know, they're getting the program. You know, uh, Popka had a had a roster with no seniors on it last year, Popka High School team, and, and so they were, you know, they were in, a, in the tough, tough district where Wakaiva was state runner-up and, uh, you know, had some, had some, you know, Popka was right there just a few points behind them, uh, you know, in, in their in their matchups last year. So, uh, you know, I fully expect a, a fairly competitive – I mean, you're always going to get a competitive team from Scott Williams' teams because of his nature and his personality and his coaching ability. But uh, they also, are, you know, from a talent standpoint, fully expect them to, you know, develop over last year. And, and you know, because these kids are playing – we talked about the the little league baseball and even the football workouts where the basketball kids are working out all the time june's a huge month for the for the basketball teams to uh high school basketball teams to especially in central florida to to go to these camps and as teams and go to you know they practice uh you know have some summer workouts themselves 
and then they have local tournaments as well where they get together uh, or, or in camps where they go to UCF or UF or South Florida, you know, those type of things, and they face off against other teams. It's summer, rec- it's summer games, and so it, there's no – I mean, there's score cap, but there's not a records capped in that type of thing. Although if you're winning most of them, a coach will be happy to tell you, you know, their, their record's 21-4 and four or something, you know, that type of thing. But the bottom line is that they uh, – you know they get some work together, and then, and then it's, as July comes around, and, and you know I'm not all that up on AAU ball, but I know the later in the summer is more you know, the kids go to individually to their to their AAU teams, and some of them may play together, but uh, mostly it's you know uh, one Apopka kid will be on one AAU team, another will be on another, and that type of thing, and then the same for baseball. Baseball is is very much. Uh, a lot of AAU ball in the summer, and kids try to hone their skills and, and that type of thing, uh, just as they do in basketball. Friends, you're listening to Blue Daughter Sports Central. It's great to be with you today, and we're coming to you live from Porky's Original Barbecue in the heart of downtown Apopka. Come on up and see us. There's great group of Blue Darters already up here at Porky's. People are pouring in, and it's a great day to, and a great place to start your weekend right here at Porky's Original Barbecue right here on Highway 441 in downtown Apopka. John Perry, editor of the Apopka Chief and Planner, is joining us. Joe Ferraro is here, of course. We're talking Blue Darter sports. And yeah, but before we go, just uh, I know that Coach Williams is very optimistic about the season next year. You know, he didn't even have a single senior on the, on the team this year. He was really working, had a lot of you know, talented Sophomores and and juniors. I know he's optimistic about the season ahead and looking forward to uh, to watching a Popka Blue Runner basketball uh, in the year ahead. Now, but let, John, let's go back to Little League because that's the the major focus. Yes, the, the really exciting thing that's happening in terms of ball games right now. And during the playoffs, I know there are three divisions. And you know, and congratulations to you for the excellent coverage and the Chief. It's great to look at the front page of the sports section in the Popka Chief today and see all these uh, wonderful smiling faces of these kids who are obviously having a great time and a great experience in Little League Baseball in the Popka. Yeah, um, as, as you and I uh, are very aware, you know, from the have, after playing uh, that first year of official Little League Baseball in a Popka a whole bunch of years ago, uh, let's just let's just talk <laughs> decades, uh, several decades ago, um, you know, the it's amazing to me how uh, they, they have so many opportunities for the kids, uh, you know, in, in, in all uh, in all types of baseball, but especially in Little League. You know, now there's there's 8 to 10-year-olds, there's 9 to 11, there's 10 to 12, there's the intermediate, which is the the 13-year-olds and in, in, in junior leagues and, and senior leagues and then they go on up to the big league teams, uh, you know, the older uh, high school kids. But the bottom line is, if you're if you're an eight-year-old in a popka, you can play for literally a decade of, of little league baseball, uh, just about. And and it's you know right now they've got they've got teams with you know like I say with eight eight-year-olds playing and you know nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, and and it's just one of those things where. <clears throat> they've got enough youngsters who want to play baseball and, uh, and and so they're able to offer it to a lot of kids and and it, you know to me it's just it's a neat thing to see the kids participating and, and playing and you know 
you can go into these little leagues and 99.9% of these kids wouldn't will never ever think about playing baseball beyond maybe 15 or 16. But, you know, that, no, that, there'll be a handful who will play high school baseball. Uh, but but outside of that, um, you know, to almost none of these kids, and I'm not saying these kids in particular because I don't know any of them. There might be a dozen of them who end up in the major leagues one day. But I'm talking about just the recreation part. And, yeah, they're keeping score and they're having fun and there's disappointment. But that's part of what you learn in sports is – because life is not always a trophy presentation, uh, you know, and, and we won't get into all that mess, but, you know, participation trophies. But the bottom line is there's a winner and there's a loser, and, and these kids are learning at an early age that you want to try to fight for what, you know, work hard and, and, and battle. And then at the end of the day, if, if you come up short, well, you came up short. It doesn't mean you're a less person or, uh, and that type of thing. So, you know, there's always the, the life lessons that especially astute parents can, can take and, 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 and work with their kids and, and try to teach them that, uh, yeah, it's important and we want to do our best, but, yeah, it's, it's a ball game. It's still a ball game. And some of us, it took a little while to learn that, you know, um, especially those of us and, and you know, who, where, you know, you grow up and, and you're, you're got your, your idol teams that you like and, 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 and the ball players and, you know, you find that these people are, are humans after all and then you find that your team can't win all, all the football games or baseball, baseball games or basketball games. And so, you know, that's, it's, it's part of life. And, and this all-star little league play, I think, is, is a very good, start for a lot of these kids to, to learn that type of thing it's great life lessons and the thing is as you said the kids are out there having fun just great to see them having a great experience and um, out there on the ball field and it's uh, it's all great and we're happy to share a little bit about it with you well friends we're going to go to our break in just a few seconds when we come back we'll continue to join you from porky's original barbecue in the heart of downtown apopka john perry Editor of the Apopka Chief and Planner is our guest today. Joe Ferraro is here. Uh, before we go to break, I want to let you know that we're, our program and all the programs on our stations are sponsored by Dr. Patrick St. Germain, St. Germain Chiropractic, and BurnFatOrlando.com. Dr. Patrick St. Germain, proud to be voted best chiropractor for now five years in a row. When you're in pain, call Dr. St. Germain at 855 when in pain. That's 855 855- when in pain. Well, friends, we'll be right back coming to you live from Porky's Original Barbecue with John Perry and Joe Ferraro in just a moment. Please stay with us. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central. It's a great day to be in Apopka Blue Darter. We're glad you're joining us. We're at Porky's Original Barbecue, downtown Apopka. Come on up and join us for lunch. Great group of blue darters are already gathering at Porky's. It's a great place to start your weekend with lunch at Porky's every Friday. I'm Roger Franklin Williams. We're pleased to be joined by John Peary, editor of the Apopka Chief and Planner Newspapers. Joe Ferraro is here. We're talking blue darter sports. And, John, before we move away from Apopka Little League, of course, the all-star teams in various leagues, both baseball and softball, representing a pop little league are embarking upon playoff play right now and in fact as i'm uh, reading from the the apopka chief the softball eight nine and ten year olds 
baseball 8, 9, 10, baseball 9, 10, 11, and baseball 12 and 13 begin play this week in all-star competition. And I just have a, a brief update. I ran into Michael Walters um, uh, getting coffee this morning, and he, he uh, gave me an update on one of the teams. I'm not sure which team it is, but I had already heard that one of the teams is playing Oviedo um, in, in the playoffs. And Oviedo is a very, very tough tough team where we lost a heartbreaker to them. I think it was something like 5-3, to three, but we had a very close game with Oviedo last night. Uh, that particular uh, division uh, will take on Northwest next, and the winner of that will go back for uh, and, and play Oviedo once again. So that's uh, a little insight there. Yeah, it, you know, year in and year out, um, Apopka and Oviedo are, are often fighting for supremacy in their respective divisions of the of the uh, district championship games or series, uh, the playoffs. And, uh, you know, Mait- Maitland is always pretty good, especially they seem to be really good in the younger ages. Uh, and, and But but even there, uh, you know, it's uh, those three, Apopka, Oviedo, and Maitland, uh, Maitland uh, uh, seem to be where they – they have quality programs year in, year out, and some years are better than others, like anything. But uh, year in and year out, they're going to be the ones you, you have to look at and, and say, yeah, that's a team we're going to need to get by. Uh, it's going to be tough to do that. And before, before we move away from Little League, I didn't want to salute, of course, the coaches because um, you know, you know, it's their hard work and that really makes it all possible. It's, it's literally a labor of love. There's tremendous hours they have to put in. It's can be challenging and frustrating, certainly filled with its challenges and frustrations. And uh, But I want to salute all the coaches of Apopka Little League for the tremendous work and effort they put in to, to make it all possible. And, of course, specifically salute our friend Scott Garland, who um, really has a true passion for the game of baseball and especially for, for Apopka Little League. Yeah, Scott Scott is. You're right. Uh, he's the one that comes to mind because he's, he's very much promoting. Uh, he's always promoting and, and, and that type of thing. And there's others who... Worked just as hard as so Scott. Gary Odom's been the president for yeah, many, yeah, many years. Yeah, absolutely. Gary's been been handling that that part of the administrative part. So, uh, but I know Scott has been heavily involved in the challenger uh, part of Little League, and uh, which takes kids with disabilities and uh, other issues who who normally aren't going to be able to even think about baseball. Uh, but they get them out there, and they might be in a wheelchair, or they might be. Uh, barely able to walk, that type of thing. But that government, they get the kids out there and they get them on the baseball field. And honestly, and, and they have they have the help of of the current of the regular little league guys. And and you know those those kids are able to learn. Hey, you know, to be able to appreciate what they have in terms of physical ability. And uh, you know, and, and Scott works real hard to promote that. And and we've worked with him on on getting getting that in the paper and, and he's always very good about getting this information and, and whatnot so uh i know scott's scott's worked real hard in that and a lot of others do too and you know and and like you say there's a lot of hours involved in that and and you know scott's one of those who's a parent of a player and and you know he, as a dad he's making sure he's there to 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 take and and just be with his kid but also be with the others and 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 help him out and, and teach him the game and teach him Hopefully, some life lessons about uh, you know about winning and losing, like we talked earlier, and in other you know just dealing with with other people, becoming part of an organization, and that it's not all necessarily about me. That I might need to to bunt this time and, and sacrifice my at bat to move a runner over, and and that's 
you know, a, a bigger life lesson of, you know, there, there's, it's more to this than just me. It's not all about what I get out of it and what I do and, and my performance. It's also about the organization and the team, and that, of course, can can go into to life lessons uh, as adults when when we get in the in the workaday world. Coming to you live from Porky's on Blue Darter Sports Central, our guest is John Perry, talking Blue Darter Sports. Now, John, why don't we move over to football? Because I know football's not that far away now. As you mentioned, uh, Coach has got the guys working out in the summer uh, conditioning program. There's a seven-on-seven passing league going on as well, which has kind of a, become a new trend. Uh, you know, a lot of the teams, uh, if not all of them, are, are doing the seven-on-seven passing leagues now. And, but it's kind of it's fun to look ahead and uh, to the season and just uh, just give us your insights on, on what, what's happening right now. Well, right, like I say, they've just started summer workouts at Apopka. Um, they gave them a couple of weeks off, a little extra time off this time between the end of school and when they started summer workouts. But they also are doing a, the seven-on-seven passing league. And, you know, I would joke with Rick Darlington because, you know, uh, about him being in a passing league. But a lot of it was honestly to help his defensive backs try to get some work because they're not going to see that uh, that much passing in, in practice. I mean, they do – honestly, they do practice – passing game in in uh in regular you know fall and spring practice but uh it's not as uh as i don't know it's not as i don't say no i don't want to say that it, it's they're, they're not going to get it week in and week out in the games uh you know when, when they're practicing when it comes down to the serious practice time you know the pop is always going to be practicing the running game uh and 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 working on that and, and that type of thing, but with 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 throwing in some practice for passing. So, uh, you know, they they need those DBs, and 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 it also helps on the offensive side. It's got to um, uh, to see some other guys and uh, other teams on the other side of the ball, and and maybe you develop a, a quarterback who can pass that type of thing. So, uh, you know. It, it just kind of hit me as you were talking that, you know, five weeks from Monday is the start of fall football practice. And the calendar will still say July. It will be July 31st, um, you know, final day of the month. But it still is supposed to fall football practice and uh, still in July. So, uh, you know, because uh, three weeks later they'll be uh, taking on mainland, Daytona Beach mainland, in the, in the uh, kickoff classic, the preseason game. So it's, you know. We're talking two months from now is when they'll, you know, uh, when they'll be playing mainland, and uh, it'd be eight weeks from tonight uh, that that it's game will right be played. The corner. Yeah, it, it. You know, you think back. Well, what about eight weeks ago? Well, that was that was in uh, you know late April, that type of thing. So it really hasn't been that long when you stop and think about it like that. And you know, like most things, that uh, you know, we'll, we'll turn around. Life will get busy, and we'll turn around. And wait, all of a sudden it'll be here. So. Uh, no, obviously looking forward to that and seeing what this. You, you want to talk about that Maitland game, uh, Maitland Maitland game a little bit because yeah, you know, of course they're a, a powerhouse program in Florida. And, and one thing I've learned from Coach D, well, everything that we learned about Coach D, every every single thing he does is uh, he has a reason for doing. And he likes to in recent years schedule the you know, elite teams, really you know 
good teams to play in the in the spring games and the preseason games because I, I think he, I guess you know he feels that helps get get pre- prepared for 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 the regular season. Can you do you have some insight into you know kind of what led him to to schedule up uh, mainland? Well, I think I, I think it's just that philosophy, <laughs> and then part of it is maybe forced because there's very few teams that want to play a popka. <clears throat> That's why I give credit to those who do. You know, Orange City University in the spring game and, and Mainland uh, now for the fall game. And, you know, Mainland's not going to back off against any. They're, they're, you know, they may not play every team that approaches them, but it won't be because they're, quote, afraid to play them. Uh, you know, they, they've taken on Miami Central and, and some of those powerhouse teams from uh, Miami-Dade County and, you know, uh, this will be the first time that a Popka and Mainland have have uh, played in even uh, any kind of football in probably, I guess, maybe close to 30 years, 25, 20, 25 years. I'd have to go back and look. We, they know used, we played them early when the early Gurgi. Yeah, Gerg- exactly. Gerg- in the eighties, I know they played we were the same co- the, conference. The there same conference, and a lot of times it was a district game. Uh, believe it or not, in district along with. Port Orange, Spruce Creek, and, and teams uh, from over that way, and you know, going over to Daytona once or twice a year was not uncommon for uh, for uh, you know Popka football back in those days. And now that kind of sounds crazy because you know there's been more than one year where a Popka had had they reached the the state championship game due to by playoffs and whatnot, the teams they met in the playoffs they could have could have played every game literally in Orange County. And, uh, you know, but it didn't used to be that way. And and still won't, you know, this year won't be that way because the Bobcats playing at Lakeland and at, at, Jacksonville, Man- at Jacksonville Mandarin. Uh, so I, the one thing I do know about Mainland is they always have a great, great defense. Uh, but they also now have the former Okoe quarterback, uh, and his name skips my mind right at this moment, but he's over there. He's he's moved over that way, obviously, and transferred to Mainland. And so, that's uh, kind of an interesting. Yeah, it is. Uh, you know, he was he was. I remember it was not not too bad at Okoe. You know, they had a, a rough night against the Popka that night as as a whole. But uh, you know, offensively they were they were able to move the ball a little bit, if I remember correctly. Didn't score but one touchdown, but. Um, bottom line is, obviously, if he's good enough to play for Mainland, he's pretty darn good. So, uh, you know, and, and kids improve and change and, and get better and that type of thing. And, and uh, you know, it, it will be interesting to see because he's, you know, he will have played on that field. He played last year on the Popka field as Okoe quarterback. And, of course, now he'll be coming back and playing on the field as Mainland's a lot quarterback. Better team around him this time. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, although Coy ended up being a decent team, winning their district, uh, but but it's still, yeah. There's there's a different level of of athlete over there, especially like I say, especially on defense. And and we'll see. They lost some players on defense. I do know that. And uh, you know, but but uh, uh, Popka, of course, lost you know all the all the skill position guys uh, in the backfield. And, uh, you know, we saw uh, Ja'Cory and Davis Hamilton have, have that great, great game, 370-something yards rushing, I think it was, and three touchdowns against uh, Orange City University. And uh, just some, you know, some big plays helped that. And, and uh, you know, Mainland, you know, how much they'll go tr- spend on, on playing a Popka defensively, I don't know, because it is a preseason game. It's not – you know, now with the regular season games, all of them count a little bit. 
uh, with the new playoff system coming in. And, uh, but uh, the preseason game's not going to count at all. So we'll see how, uh, you know, defensively they'll be good. How, will they be able to be like South Dade in 2013 and, and slow Apopka down that much offensively? We'll see. Uh, you know, but uh, it'll be it'll be a good test for both of them. And and at the end of the evening, both teams will still be zero and zero. And you know, they'll know some things that that they'll be happy about, and then some things that they'll still have to work on. And uh, you know, that's that's the idea behind playing the better teams in your spring games and your preseason fall game. And then. Um after this, then we'll get right into the regular season. Friends, we're up on a, another break. When we come back, we'll talk about more games on the Apopka Bearder football schedule with John Perry, editor of the Apopka Chief and Planner. Before we go to break, I want to let you know, of course, remind you that Florida Door Solutions is a sponsor of Blue Dart and Sports Central and sponsors and supports all the programs on 1520 WBZW. Do you have garage door problems? Florida Door Solutions has your solution. Florida Door Solutions carries all the best brands in the garage door industry, both commercial and residential. They service all types and brands of garage doors, commercial and residential. You can find them at FLADoor.com. That's FLADoor.com. We'll be right back. Now, here's Roger. Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central. We're glad you're joining us today. We're coming to you live from Porky's. Original barbecue right in the heart of downtown Apopka, 256 East Main Street, which is also Highway 441. You'll see us right out front with our banners. I'm Roger Franklin Williams. We're joined by John Perry, editor of the Apopka Chief and Planner, and, by, of course, Joe Ferraro is here on location with us as well. I want to let you know one more word about Porky's. You know, of course, you know Porky's is a great place to get all kinds of outstanding variety, large variety of barbecue dishes, Great sandwiches, great unique sandwiches like the barbecue Cuban, the monster ribeye sandwich, the pig dip, the Mac Daddy burger. Porky's also caters. In fact, they do an outstanding job of catering. They specialize in catering. If you want to find out about how to get your event or party catered by Porky's, just go find out more at Porky'sApopka.com. That's Porky'sApopka.com. Now back to John Perry, and when we left for the break, we were talking about the Apopka Blue Garter football schedule, and as John told us earlier, football practice, preseason football practice, actually starts on July 31st, not too far away, and the actual preseason game against powerhouse Daytona Mainland is just eight weeks away. Well, of course, we'll have all the coverage for you all right here on 1520 WBZW, your on-air home of Apopka Blue Garter football. Um, now, let's talk about, you know, of course, uh, we play uh, o- Okoy, right? We open with Okoy. Right. That's um, the uh, regular season opens at Okoy for Apopka. And, and, and give them credit for playing Apopka. Because they could, it's not a district game. They could easily, you know, say, nah, we're going to play Cypress Creek. And then we uh, we play Miami New Orleans visits here. Right. And, and then we play Lakeland. I'd like to talk about the Lakeland game specifically because uh, yeah, that has all kinds of interesting implications. You know, once again, first of all, they're one of these elite, outstanding high school football programs, numerous state championships, are in the playoffs every year. Uh, but also another interesting twist is that's Coach 
Darlington's alma mater. He played for the Lakeland Dreadnoughts. And in fact, another interesting twist is his coach, his head coach, Coach Bill Castle, is still the head coach at Lakeland. So can you share a little bit about how this game uh, came about, John, and, and what, what you know about it? Well, I know when I was talking with, with Rick Darlington about it, he said he had been, you know, after Bill Castle, his his former coach, to try to try to play him, and you know it never worked out and that type of thing. But they finally were able to agree and, and find a date where both teams could play, uh, and they, they'll be down at Lakeland this year and and back at Apopka next year. A lot of times, Lakeland uh, is one of those that will bring a team in and and play them one year at, at their place or maybe two years at their place, and then pay them a, a fee. You know, it's kind of like. Miami Norland coming up here. They'll be here this year and next year, and and they'll get part of the gate. You know, it's for, for their expenses, that type of thing. And uh, so, anyway, they, uh, uh, you know, the the game is is, is one. I know uh, the year in two thousand to the spring of two thousand two, which of course was the spring after Popka won the two thousand one state championship, that first one. Uh, and you know they Popka played at Lakeland in that spring game, but this is regular season game, and with the new playoff system, uh, there will be points system points available for both teams, and and you know both teams that I, I, frankly, those are the kind of games where you know that other team's gonna whoever wins that game, uh, the other they're still gonna get some good system points because that team's uh, probably gonna end up at least seven and three, if not eight and two or nine and one. And so, you know, both teams will should come out of that, you know, feeling okay. Especially if it's a hopefully it's a close game, and and you know, uh, would hate to go in a game like that and one team just you know not not perform well at all and and uh, and, and not be able to get the job done and make it a competitive game. But I, I'm sure that that'll be a fairly competitive game, and and I know. Uh, knowing knowing Rick Darlington, I know he'd love to, you know, he respects and, and honors his former coach, but he'd love nothing better than to go in and, and ruin one of his home games at Bryant Stadium, you know, where he played his own ball and, and, and then served a, a little while as an assistant coach on Bill Castle's staff. In fact, that's where he, I think he started his coaching career, right? right yeah, there he was. He, he started right there as a uh, – he, he played offensive line at Lakeland. And then uh, started his coaching career there as an assistant. And, uh, you know, Bill Castle's been there, I think it's 45 years he's been there. Uh, you know, uh, Roger, you and I were still in school, in, in uh, early high school in those days, late, late junior high schools or whatever. So, uh, you know, that's how long it's been. And uh, But, uh, you know, he's, he's such an institution and, and – yeah, you know, I'm looking forward to that game and, and watching, seeing both of them. And, and, you know, it's a full tilt game. It's, you know, spring games can, yeah, the guys like Bill Castle and Rick Darlington are always going to be competitive, but there's still the underlying feeling, well, it's not really a game. But, and, but you know, this is third third week of the regular season, and both teams will, you know, hopefully be starting to hit their stride, and we'll have a, a really close game that will be decided in the final few minutes. You know, and of course, we're all excited about it around here in Apopka, but that'll be a game that, that has the excitement and it will be the focus of high school football fans throughout Central Florida and throughout the state, the state of Florida. Oh, I think so. Absolutely, Roger. You know, uh, the Lakeland media will play it up huge. Uh, you know, we'll, of course, have, have our regular stuff on it and, and, and try to get some time with Bill Castle on the phone and, and uh, 
you know, I imagine the Orlando media uh, will, will jump on that one as well. And but, you know, in addition the the state, as you say, the statewide media. I'm sure uh, you know Tampa. Uh, you know those who know of, of that. You know Tampa media will will be on it. But I know the ones that that focus on high school football in the state. They will really be you know focused on that game and and you know uh, especially assuming both teams are are two and zero coming in, which is not not a, uh, necessarily a, a great assumption. But but let's assume that happens. Both teams two and zero coming in. Uh, I know that statewide media uh, that deals with high school football they'll be they'll be looking at that game. There'll be a lot of extra media there that night. I'm sure uh, covering the game and you know throwing it all over Twitter and, and, and Facebook and whatnot, and, and uh, in addition to traditional media. Um, so it's it's a game that I know a lot of uh, – I've seen enough on Twitter and whatnot, some talk to some of these people, that it's a game they're already looking at, uh, you know, even though it's a, you know, a September game. Uh, it's it's still going to be one of those that's uh, that's that people look forward to and and, and are are anxious to see and and you know just find out where both of these teams are and and with the coaches and and all the the extra storylines there. We're speaking with Apopka Chief and Planner Editor John Perry on Blue Daughter Sports Central today. Joe Ferraro is joining us. We're coming to you live from Porky's Original Barbecue. Of course, Porky's will be our home away from home during the summer months on Blue Darter Sports Central. And, uh, come on up and join us. We'll be having lunch afterwards. In fact, there's a big group of people getting ready to have lunch right here at Porky's right now. Come on up and get in line. Also, while we're speaking about Porky's, I do want to remind you that about the Porky's Hump Day Special. It's only available on Wednesdays. It helps you get through the week. And it's an outstanding special, the best special, lunch special in Central Florida. Porky's famous pulled pork sandwich, a side and a drink for just $6.75. But it's only available on Wednesdays, but it's available all day on Wednesdays. And it's not on the menu, so you have to ask for it. So Make, mark your calendar. Get up to Porky's on a Wednesday. Ask them for the Hump Day Special. And tell them you heard it on Blue Darter Sports Central. Now, John, before we go to break, we've got about two minutes before we go to our next break. I, I, has, has Coach uh, you know, given you a little insights um, about his his true feelings about the way the, the spring game went? Because, of course, his official, as we all would have expected, uh, official uh, – comments were that it was terrible and you know he was very not pleased with anything but of course that's kind of what we've come to expect from coach but um you know do you have any maybe insights yeah i think speculation uh, overall how he really felt uh you know he he was he was happy for uh davis hamilton and and the and the night he had and um he's a youngster and, and you know just the jersey number that davis hamilton wears number one with your Rick, Rick Darlington teams, that doesn't go to just any kid uh, because of the uniqueness of I'm number one. Uh, he doesn't want the kid who's wearing it because he thinks he's number one. He wants the kid who's wearing it, who who fights for the team, who you know has got a good attitude in terms of uh, working with the uh, you know his teammates and the coaches and that type of thing. And 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 you know not he, he doesn't want that one kid who's who wants to say I'm number one all the time. He wants a kid who wears it and, and is able to back it up, so to speak. Another great example, Robert Thomas wore number one uh, at one time. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and Could others, have a better representative. Yeah, oh, 
you're right about that. And and so, uh, you know, there's as you said, there's always things that a coach can look, you know, look at. I mean, that game, if you'll remember, Roger, that game was tight until the, I'll say the last half of the. Oh yeah, well, we trailed quarter. it in the first quarter and trailed right. at halftime. Right, and. Um, you know, had a much better second half. Popka had just the one touchdown. Had had issues with snaps and stuff, and that that type of thing was easily solvable. Uh, uh, you know, they've got to get that solved in case there are injuries, though, in the in the regular season, which you almost expect. Yeah, you always need a backup um, at every position. So they, they'll get that done, and, and uh, you know, I'm sure mentally they've worked on it already and and figured out what they want to do. But uh, you know, once fall practice gets here, and they actually are able to have practice that type of thing you know i'm sure they'll they have fca camp coming up uh in july it's either the week before fall practice starts or the week before that sometime mid to late july and uh you know they'll be they'll be working on it there because they're able to take snaps and you know against other teams even in its partial uh contact i guess you could say um and, and so, you know, they'll be working on that type of thing and just getting these kids some more reps, uh, the ones who will be carrying the ball. And you've got the offensive line, you know, anchored by Will Barnes and, and Ed Montellis and, you know, Jake Coggles there. And, they, you know, they've just got – they're going to have a pretty good offensive line. And uh, so they're able, they'll be able to get these, these uh, uh, skill kids up, up to speed pretty quickly, I'm sure. We'll be right back from for Porky's on Blue Darter Sports Central. Please stay with us. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome back from Porky's Original Barbecue in the heart of downtown Apopka to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. It's great to be with you. John Perry's joining us. He's the editor of the Apopka Chief and Planner Newspapers. Joe Ferraro's here. A great group of Blue Darters up at Porky's. We'll be having lunch after the show. Come on up and join us. Talking Blue Darter football right now. Before we uh, move forward, though, I want to let you know earlier we talked about Apopka Little League, and we want to give a big shout-out to all of the coaches, parents, administrators, and especially players of Apopka Little League and baseball and softball as they embark upon all-star playoffs. They're in the all-star playoff season right now. We salute you, Apopka Little League, and want to give a special shout-out to our friend Scott Garland for all the great work that he does and especially the, the way he helps keep us informed. Also want to give a shout-out to our friend Dr. Patrick St. Germain, St. Germain Chiropractic, and Burn Fat Orlando. Dr. Patrick St. Germain voted best chiropractor for now five years in a row. When you're in pain, call Dr. St. Germain at 855-WHEN-IN-PAIN. That's 855-WHEN-IN-PAIN. And tell him you're in a popka blue darter. Now back to John Peary. Why don't don't we just kind of pick up and talk about the the football schedule? Because as we said before, Football practice starts on July 31st. The preseason game at home versus Daytona Mainland is eight weeks from tonight. And, um, you know, we talked about in depth that huge game versus Lakeland, which will be a game that all the eyes of high school football fans throughout the state of Florida will be on that game. It's also where Coach Darlington played high school football, and his coach, Bill Castle, is the coach, still the coach at, at Lakeland. But also there's some other you know, huge games on the schedule. In fact, I don't can't really remember a schedule in recent memory where there were so many really exciting games with their own unique storylines, if you will. Um, but another, and I, Well, there are three that come to mind. Um, 
in addition to Lakeland. One is, of course, Dr. Phillips, but also huge district games versus West Orange and Wekaiba. So I'll just throw it up to you and see which one you would like to, to talk about well, first. Well, you know, the West Orange and Wekaiba games are back-to-back, yet there's the week, Popka's week off is between the two. So uh, they play West Orange on, on October 13th, have October 20th week off, and then uh, play, uh, play host Wekaiba on the 27th, on October 27th. So I, right there is where, you know, Evans is – is is earlier in the season, and you know, unless something really strange happens, you know, Popka should be one and zero going into that that no, game is, against is Greg West Thompson. Orange. Still the coach, as far as I know, yes, yes. Of course, um, Greg Thompson, the former Blue Darter. Yep, and and they just, you know, there's just a lot of struggles there for various reasons, and um, but you know, the West Orange, I, you know, we'll see how they are. I don't expect them to be two and eight again like they were last year. Kind of fell off the face there um, after their. Excellent, excellent run the, the previous couple of years. So, um, but then you know, I, who knows about how that game will come out? But then I can guarantee you the one on October twenty seventh with Wakiva is going to be, you know, just bang up. Wakiva thinks they should have won last year, and they probably well, should they had have. us with just yeah, by, what, two touchdowns with just minutes remaining. Yeah, Popkin ends up winning, uh, you know, by by a touchdown, and and yeah, I got to give Coach D, you know. Yeah, I give him credit all the time, but I mean, on that one, he 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 pulled that one out of his back pocket. Yeah, I I don't <laughs> disagree there. Um, you know, part of it maybe a mental uh, issue. You know, I mean, we've seen it with with teams uh, before. Well, part of it, I think, you know, just just to jump in, what I noticed and even remarked about on the radio. They thought they had the game won when they scored their their, their last touchdown to go ahead. I mean, they, they were celebrating. The fans were celebrating. Parents were hugging your players. It was like the it's like the last second had, had had ticked off the clock. So I think that part that part goes with not having won much before. Well, and and that may be a a, a great great point, Roger. Um, you know, because Apopka's pulled out some games uh, through the years, and especially over the last five years, has been uh, you know just outstanding in terms of, of being able to. Uh, to, to you know, win some games. So, um, so anyway, I, I think that you know, I, I don't have any doubt that that game, you know, with all that Wakavich bringing back on defense, uh, you know, I, it, it'll it'll you know, it's the end of October. The weather should be better rather than the the normal thunderstorms every afternoon. You know, hopefully uh, it's a great night weather wise, and I, I just. I see Roger Williams Field just being jam packed that night. Uh, you know, especially if both if both teams are, are undefeated in, in district play coming in, and even if they aren't, uh, you know, at that point it's it's more you know survival of the fittest kind of thing. Uh, and and with the way the new playoff system works, uh, you know, this might be the district championship game. And let's assume for discussion's sake that it is the the team that's that doesn't make it out of that won't automatically make it to the playoffs this year uh so they'll have to pick back up and and continue on especially if you know i mean if both teams you know were somehow undefeated totally or or you know one or two losses each uh you know it it becomes very important with the system points now as to how how it all work out and and um you you can't have a, a letdown after either a big win or a big loss. Uh, you've got to pick up back the next week and move on because that game, even if it's, it won't be a district game, but it'll still be important when it comes to making the playoffs. Either, even if you're the district champ, you want the system points for uh, higher seeding so you can get more home playoff games. 
No, Popka Wekaiba, all indications it'll be huge this year. Of course, Coach Rich Bettison is an excellent coach, and just judging what I saw out there last year, they were they were huge. I don't know if you know, they were just, you know, they're certainly an eye test team, but they've got you know, solid talent, and they, they look like they're loaded with talent. And then one more thing that'll add spice to the Wekaiba game is we've had a, you know, a number of players transfer over there. You know, so uh, anyway, uh, very exciting schedule for a Popka Blue Daughter football just around the corner. You'll hear it all right here on 1520 WBZW, the on-air home for a Popka Blue Daughter football. And, of course, you can follow it every week in print in the Apopka Chief and Planner with John Perry's excellent insights and perspective. Well, and thank you for joining us. Thanks to Joe Ferraro on location, Jeff in the studio. Thanks to John Perry for joining us. We're going to have lunch at Porky's. Come on up and join it's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.